heard the call to build your small business? Make it happen with a .NET domain name, the place for dreamers for 30 years and counting. Visit keepdreamingup.net for tips and advice. Whether you're just getting started or looking to grow, that's keepdreamingup.net. You know, it's unfortunate that I got a guy like Mike Conley who, in his whole career, has got zero technical fouls and just cannot seem to get the proper respect from the officials um, that he deserves. Uh, it was a very poorly officiated basketball game. Um, Zach Randolph, the most rugged guy in the game, had zero free throws, but somehow Kawhi Leonard had 19 free throws. First half, we shot 19 points, shots, 19 shots in the paint, and we had six free throws. They shot 11 times in the paint, and they had 23 free throws. I'm not a numbers guy, but that doesn't seem to add up. Overall, 35 times we shot the ball in the paint. We had 15 free throws for the game. They shot 18 times in the paint and had 32 free throws. Kawhi shot more free throws than our whole team. Explain it to me. We don't get the respect that these guys deserve because Mike Conley doesn't go crazy. He has class, and he just plays the game. But I'm not going to let them treat us that way. You know, I know Pop's got pedigree, and I'm a young rookie, but they're not going to rook us. That's unacceptable. That was unprofessional. My guys dug in that game and earned the right to be in that game, and they did not even give us a chance. Take that for data. Locked On Grizzlies, your daily Memphis Grizzlies podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in Locked On Grizzlies post-game edition. Game two in the books. Uh, unfortunately, another loss for the Grizzlies. But man, that rant right there is uh, electrified the airwaves. David Fisdale going off after what happened in game two and the officiating was pretty awful but that rant was amazing and i i remixed it actually and i'll play that remix for you that i put together uh here at the end of the uh at the end of the podcast my name is peter edmiston by the way welcome and locked on grizzlies brought to you today by our friends at grizz essentials uh, and our friends at bet dsi uh, also helping to bring you today's podcast and uh, unfortunately i wish i had a little better news for you on the outcome front but uh probably not a surprise that the grizzlies unable to get it done against a very talented spurs team and it looked for a long time like it was going to be a really really long night a night reminiscent of the second half of game one that's exactly what happened in the first half for basically the first 22 minutes of the game grizzlies just absolutely nothing happening um, and then kind of got a little push towards the end of the first half. And the third quarter, remarkably, unusually, incredibly, for the Grizzlies' standpoint, the Grizzlies outscored the Spurs 28-19, had a push, got the game early in the fourth quarter all the way down to four before finally just not uh, able to do enough on the offensive end to push that thing over the line and, uh, and get the lead. So the Grizzlies end up losing the ball game uh, by double digits. It was, you know, a valiant effort. Yeah, it was classic Grizzlies in many respects because uh, it was finally a good night for Zach Randolph uh, out there, offensively at least, you know, 18 and 10. He was sensational uh, And when they needed buckets. They needed somebody to get some buckets, and, and he, he did that. Um, you know, they needed big performance from Mike Conley, and he gave them that. Uh, 24 points on 8 of 18 shooting, 4 of 8 from uh, behind the arc. He he did what needed to be done. Vince Carter uh, 
uh, got a lot better in the second half. James Ennis was sensational in the second half. You know, a lot of things you know went right for the Grizzlies, but the problem was that it took too long. It took too long, and there's still these weak spots that are just uh, you're just not able to get over them. You, you're just not able to get over the hump, and I mean that's. That's what it comes down to from the Grizzlies' perspective. I mean, you you can push and push and push and do everything right, but you have a night when Marcus Gasol is really, really slow to get going, didn't hit a shot uh, basically in the first half until the very, very end, was 0 for his first 8 from the field, just didn't look engaged, didn't look interested really in, in playing. And he got engaged later on, but it was, again, too late by the time that that, that, that really happened. Um, it, it's, it's, that's, that's the Grizzlies, though. You know, they, they, they can underperform so easily. You know, they underperform for a lot of this year. But then they hit that little switch or boost or whatever, and then, boom, they start really playing together and connected on defense, and they look way, way better. They look way tougher. They look way more effective. All of that. I mean, that's that's what happens when they all play together because you know they are truly a team, as we've talked about on the podcast, uh, that is you know far more, far more. The total is far more than the sum of its parts. Always has been. Always will be. You know they they are not individually all that good, but together collectively they play at a higher level. And it just didn't happen enough. It didn't happen early enough. It didn't happen often enough for, for this team. And, and that's really what's going to end up you know, getting them in trouble and, and, and putting them really you know, seriously behind the eight ball in this series. Um, the matchups still are problematic you know, for the Grizzlies. And you know, right now, they can't get both Mike Conley and Marcus Gasol squared up and playing well at the same time you know that's that's problem number one your problem number two is you know Vince Carter for all the good that he did in the second half you know offensively you know defensively he's still having issues understandably so with uh with Kawhi and whoever else they put on him Jermichael Green again I don't I don't know if Fisdale I don't know what he sees and, and the, the timing of putting Jermichael Green in, but he, he continues to pick up too many fouls in the limited minutes that he sees. Um, and Zach Randolph, you know, who played and started that second half as, as, as really kind of the roll of the dice from Fisdale, you know, right out of the gate to go with Mark and Zach uh, and, uh, you know, James Ennis in that unit along with uh with Mike Conley and, and Vince Carter to start with that that was you know a little bit of a uh, kind of a last ditch effort if that hadn't worked you've really depleted your bench and, and you're you're in big time trouble but it worked and it worked right out of the gate and it may be something that the Grizzlies want to go with you know right from the outset in in game three um the problem is still you're gonna have defensive issues but they need to score points they have not been able to score points in this series, you know, 82 points in each of the first two games, nowhere near good enough to get it done. Um, and yeah, the, the Spurs are the best defensive team in the league. And you can see that as they play. You can watch them 
perform and you could see what they do defensively. It's really, really difficult for the Grizzlies to get good looks, to get any kind of good offense, to get anything going. It, it requires a lot of precision that they just they just don't have. The thing that the Grizzlies can control and the thing that they can do is give effort and energy and be engaged. And that was the real problem in that first, uh, the first, I don't know, 22 minutes or so. They just weren't engaged. You know, it was kind of similar to what happened in the second half in, in, in game one. They just weren't, they weren't there. They weren't present. They weren't engaged. They weren't connected, to use David Fisdale's term. They weren't. And uh, you saw big gaps opening up, big opportunities happening all over the court. And it's so obvious when they are connected. It's so obvious what changes. It just looks, it's, it was two, two different games that we saw. It's two different games. And that's been this season in many respects. It's been two different seasons. You know, the games where they've really gone crazy and played incredibly well against really good teams in, the, in, the, in, the, in, the, the, in that same team, same composition, same roster, same people, can lose at home by double digits to Brooklyn and can lose twice to the Lakers and, you know, stuff like that that, that you would just think is, is not even possible, but they can do that. It's the same team. And this game was kind of a microcosm of the season. It's the same group, but they can be maddeningly inconsistent they can be inspiring in their efforts and they can be so disappointing in their lack of effort and it could happen you know very quickly Kawhi Leonard is still a problem he's really going to be a problem when the game is officiated as it was tonight I'm never one of these guys like I don't I don't love talking about officiating it's thrust into the forefront because of what David Fisdale said after the game so that's that's pretty clear that that, that it's going to be talked about it's going to happen. It's um, it's something that people are going to discuss a lot, and understandably so. I don't like talking about it, um, but it, it was pretty clear in this game that Mike Conley was not going to get calls. And, you know, he wears, well, I don't know that he does it, but a lot of people wear that no technical foul thing as a badge of honor, but I think the guy needs to get some techs. Yeah, something has to happen to change the viewpoint of the officials with regard to Mike Conley. Something's got to change, whether that's him or whether that's um, you know something league wide. I don't know, but something's got to change because it, it's it's crazy the amount of contact the guy takes and does not get uh, all that many calls. And certainly not in this game. You know, Kawhi Leonard had very similar levels of contact. And I give Kawhi great credit because he drove and drove and drove and drove, and he was terrific. You know, but he was he was getting the benefit of so many of those calls that Mike Conley wouldn't get. And you know, normally I, I think it benefits the Grizzlies if the referees you know tend to let things go. That would certainly help them at least with their physicality. Now, on the other hand. You know, when it happens on one end but not the other, it's it's problematic. And tonight, tonight it it it, it delved over that line. It was it towed right up on it, and then it went over it. And in particular, from you know, I I thought you 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 see groups and you see crews that come together, and sometimes they they just don't. I don't know. Like, it just doesn't mesh. Like, tonight, Danny Crawford took too much 
of the burden of calling these these whistles. He blew the whistle 17 times. Bill Callahan blew the whistle five times. And 17 times for for Danny Crawford. Too many times. And I, I don't know, sometimes you, you get in that mode, I guess, as an official, and you just you get whistle happy in certain situations. I'm not sure, but... You know, Kawhi certainly drew fouls on a lot of those plays, but not every one of those plays. And for him to shoot 19 free throws and for the Grizzlies as a team to shoot 15 is crazy. It's crazy. He earned a lot of those, but not every one of those. And the Grizzlies certainly should have taken more than 15. I don't think that necessarily changes the outcome of the game, but it was particularly problematic tonight. You could see the frustration not only for the Grizzlies, not only from David Fisdale, but from the fans. And people. It's it's frustrating to watch. And you know, maybe it's going to work to inspire fans. Because I, I think, you know, certainly at halftime, people were all but selling their playoff tickets. And now, while I think that the Grizzlies' chances have not changed with regard to the series, I predicted a sweep prior to the series, and uh, I see no reason to go away from that. At least there's now the scorn element, the you've been wronged element, that kind of stuff. You know that that's that's now on the table, and that makes fans really angry. That gets fans into it. So at least you got that. At least there's that. At least there's that little spark, that little that little uh, wrestling heel type thing, a little heat, so to speak. Things got a little heat now. I can dig it. I can get into it. Um, that doesn't change the structural issues and the disadvantages that the Grizzlies have uh, against the Spurs, and there are many, many of them. But uh, that at least helps to kind of push this thing to to a different level, and that's that's where we're at right now. Um, now, too many of these minutes the Grizzlies play are still being taken up by guys who just aren't that good. Mike Conley got really tired in this game. You could tell stretches of the game he just got got exhausted. But he only played 37 and a half minutes in this ballgame. Kawhi played 40. LaMarcus Aldridge played 42. And, you know, I'm, I'm never the, the guy that just says, you know, flog your players till they're just, you know, down on the ground. But, my God, you know, Mike, Marcus All played 20, uh, 39 minutes tonight. And he wasn't that good. But again, it's kind of like, you know, who do you play in his place? I would have I would have liked to have seen a little more Brandon Wright again. I, he only played you know seven and a half minutes tonight. Only played five minutes in the first half. Can't seem to find the minutes for him. But Mike Conley goes out of the game, and it's 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 a massive drop off. You know the shooting, the facilitation, the speed, all that stuff just drops precipitously when he goes out of the game. You know, Andrew Harrison comes in, and again, that little sequence at 75-71 when Harrison was in the game and Conley was out and uh, they come up empty, two straight possessions, it, it, that, was, that was the ball game. You know, in many ways, that, 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 was, that was it. You don't have any margin for error you know, when you're trying to come back from that kind of a deficit. And the Grizzlies don't really have a margin for error anyway when it comes to this matchup. That little stuff like that is what what kills you. That little stuff like that just gets you. And you know, I, I think Conley's got to play, and Mike's got to play 
I would play him 40, 42 minutes. I, you know, if he's just completely dog tired out there and he, and he, and there were times when he was, then you got to give him a little bit of a blow, but otherwise he's got to play. It's just too, it's too much of a drop off. And if, if pop is willing to play Kawhi 40 minutes, LaMarcus 42, knowing how important they are. And LaMarcus frankly was not all that great uh, in, in the ball game tonight, but um, you know, he, he knows how important that position is that matchup is. And, you know, tonight, especially because Aldridge played uh, a fair bit of five, you know, out there and Deadman didn't play a whole lot. It, it, it was really imperative that he play and, and that he play a lot. And he did. So, I think Fisdale should should really rethink the rest that Conley is getting. Don't go crazy with that rest. There's no reason for that. There's no reason for it to be that 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 much. If if he can if he can go, he's got to go. He's got to go. Uh, kudos to James Ennis for his second half performance. I thought it was ridiculously good, and you know wasn't reflected necessarily in the. Uh, in the overall tally, seven points, eight rebounds, two assists, two steals. But he really was, he, he played some really excellent defense on Kawhi Leonard and forced him into some turnovers. And it had one sequence, in fact, where he you know he ends up, because of the way it worked, he defends Kawhi and then gets switched off uh, onto LaMarcus Aldridge and defends him really well and then gets back onto Kawhi and, and defends him again. It, it was it was a great defensive sequence. He played really well and, and if he can do that then you you would consider starting him. And and I, I think he probably should start him anyway. That was kind of my suggestion going into this game, but um you know he gives you so much more than Selden can really on both ends. And he needs to play a lot. If he's gonna play like that, they are crying out for a guy like him. We'll talk more about this one coming up. I'll tell you about our friends over at Bet DSI. This is a great opportunity for you because, of course, the playoffs have tipped off. Make sure you head over to Bet DSI for all your hoops action. Bet DSI has over 20 years in business. Uh, they're one of the top-rated businesses on sportsbook review sites out there. Go and check that out and see for yourself when you look up Bet DSI. It's really easy on the desktop. And, of course, they got a great mobile product, too, that is easy to use and easy to make your wagers from anywhere you happen to go. They've got great uh, wagering products, including live in-game wagering, so you can make your plays throughout the entire games and events and anything else that's going on that BetDSI offers. You can do it in-game. Great customer service available 24-7, 365. They built their reputation on fast payment of your winnings, which is that's crucial. That's right. You got to get those winnings. Go to betdsi.eu to find out more. That's betdsi.eu. And how about this? You get a free twenty-five bucks to try the service just for registering, and you get two hundred percent bonus on your first deposit. You got to use this promo code LOCK twenty-five. That's L O C K twenty-five. LOCK twenty-five gets you twenty-five bucks. Free to try the service and 200% bonus on your first deposit. Again, use promo code LOCK25 for betdsi.eu. Well, game three, of course, coming up on Thursday night. And Thursday night, I would imagine now that there'll be a little extra buzz 
in the building. There'll be a little extra push. There'll be a little extra kick. It didn't look that way for a long time, but it's going to happen. And the Grizzlies, you know, I, I still think it's such an uphill climb to win the series or to even get back into the series or even win a game in the series. But the the recipe was there in the second half. You know, you're you're you've got to. I mean, two things. One, obviously, the Grizzlies have got to score points. This offense in this series has been sliced and diced. You know, the the obvious flaws that that all of us who have watched this team on a daily basis. You know, whether you cover the team like I do or whether you uh, just watch the team really closely, you guys all know it. There's no hiding any of these secrets, particularly from Greg Popovich and from any other great coach. You know, they, they have such issues shooting the ball. They have such issues finding anybody else other than Mike Conley who can really handle the ball. Andrew Harrison can handle it. Okay. Really, very few other guys can even handle and pass. So that's a real problem, particularly if you take Mike Conley out of the game or if you want to try to take Mike Conley and use him on the uh, off-ball kind of side of things. Well, someone's got to get him the ball. That's been a little bit of a problem. Mark did a pretty good job of it today. He was kind of the only one that really did that. They did a lot of those you know, dribble handoffs and, and stuff like that to kind of get Mike the ball on the move. You're going to have to see more of that Um come game three Grizzlies also gonna have to kind of figure out you know what it is they want to do offensively do they want to just go straight up from the very beginning and go Zebo and Marcus all do some high low stuff that was effective in this ball game uh that's one way to get buckets you know Mark should have an advantage over Lamarcus Aldridge when he's matched up with him and then the cross match of whoever happens to be uh, out there alongside of, of Lamarcus if he has to match up with Zach Randolph, whether that's Pau Gasol or uh, you know David Lee, that should be a good matchup. Should be a very good matchup. So there, there is some. I think there's some opportunity there to go with that that lineup and really slow it down and to make it a glacial, glacial game. Uh, that's that's what you have to do. Grizzlies got to find a way to slow down Kawhi Leonard, and thus far, everything they've done, everything has been for naught. Really, have not had any success in slowing down Kawhi in the slightest in this series. He's going to have to improve on that. Also going to have to figure out how to get out and cover Pau Gasol. He had a dagger three in this game. He's four for four now from behind the arc in this series. And and Mark seems to have real trouble staying locked in uh, to Pau when he's out there, especially when he drifts out beyond the three-point line. He was the one that was really at fault in that one sequence and – uh, I, it, it happened in the regular season as well. I don't, I don't know what what it is, because Powell's one of the best three point shooters in the league, but that's what happens, and that's been a thing now for for a little while. So I don't know. I, I don't, I don't know where, I don't know where you go, you know, from here on that that matchup front. But they they've got to find a way to get out there and to track him all the way out because he's killing them from behind the arc. Um, so that's one other thing that, that the Grizzlies are going to have to do. It's got to score points, though. I mean, number one thing, you just got to score points. Figure out the way to do it. They've got to get to 90. They, they've got to get to 90 to have a chance to, to, to squeeze it out. You know, Defensively, if the Grizzlies can take the intensity level that, that we saw in game two, second half, 
then that that they can hold the Spurs to under 90 for a game. But it's got to come and it's got to stay. It can't drift. Can't be a little here, a little there. Can't it's got it's got to be all the way. If they can do that, great. They've got an opportunity and they can win game 3 and and try to get back into the series. If not, uh if they don't get to 90 and they don't crank it up a little bit more on the defensive end uh, for 48 minutes, then it'll be a, a quick series and, and a sweep, and and that'll be that. Um, so that's that's up to them. They, they've got to continue that effort, and they can't go back to the, the, the old Grizzlies. Can't do it. It's go time. So we'll see how they respond. Was, was, that, was that all of it? Was that the entire push? And uh, they don't have much more for game three, or did that really inspire them and motivate them and get them going. You know, we saw in the past, it's not it's not crazy. If you remember the Clippers series from a few years back, the Grizzlies got blown out in game one, and you were very, very close in game two, and then ended up winning four straight in that series. Uh, I, I don't know that that's going to be the case here, but at least there is a template for that kind of a thing with the Grizzlies in the past. Now, there's also a template for getting swept by the Spurs, as we've seen. Uh, and the Spurs now have won 10 straight playoff games against the the, the Grizzlies. So uh, obviously a little improvement is uh, needed in the worst possible way. Uh, We'll have a lot more uh, coming up tomorrow on the pod. As I mentioned, uh, I did do a little remix. So I'm going to leave you with that remix of the Fizdale rant. So if you enjoyed the rant, I hope you'll enjoy the remix uh, that I threw to uh, Future Go Harder, which uh, is sort of in honor of the injured Tony Allen, whose loss in this game and the fact that he wasn't there was really felt, especially with the lack of energy in the game and the fact that Kawhi Leonard's going crazy. So in honor of Tony Allen, I used a a future song, Go Harder, uh, and I remixed David Fisdale's rant. Um, This is a little song called They Knock on Rookus, a.k.a. Explain It To Me. So you'll hear that here at the end. Hope you enjoyed Locked On Grizzlies. Hope you enjoyed this. And uh, share it with your friends if you like it. We'll uh, we'll talk again tomorrow. We don't get the respect that these guys deserve because Mike Conley doesn't go crazy. He has class and he just plays the game. But I'm not going to let them treat us that way. You know, I know Pop's got pedigree and I'm a young rookie. They're not going to rook us. Uh, it was a very poorly officiated basketball game. Um, Zach Randolph, the most rugged guy in the game, had zero free throws, but somehow Kawhi Leonard had 19 free throws. Explain it to me. Explain it to me. 35 times we shot the ball in the paint. We had 15 free throws for the game. Kawhi shot more free throws than our whole team. Explain it to me. Explain it to me. Explain it to me. Explain it to me. That's unacceptable. That was unprofessional. We had 15 free throws for the game. That's unacceptable. That was unprofessional. Why shot more free throws than our whole team? That's unacceptable. That was unprofessional. My guys dug in that game and earned the right to be in that game, and they did not even give us a chance. That's unacceptable. That was unprofessional. Explain it to me. Explain it to me. Explain it to me. Explain it to me. But I'm not going to let them treat us that way. You know, I know Pop's got pedigree, and I'm a young rookie. They're not going to rook us. Take that for data. Napa know how. 
takes a lot to get excited about a bag, but most bags can't save you 20% on auto parts. That's 20% off headlamps, 20% off oil filters, 20% off virtually anything you can fit inside the 99-cent Napa reusable bag. So tell your buddies, there's a bag they just have to check out. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa auto parts stores while supplies last. Minimum three items. Exclusions apply. Offer ends 10 17